Okay, I'm here with Max Blumenthal from the Gray Zone, and uh, we're talking about vaccine mandates today and how they're going to jeopardize the healthcare system by firing 72,000 healthcare workers in New York just this week. So that uh, they've already closed down, uh, they're not allowed to give, their, they've closed down their neonatal places, they're not accepting people for giving birth at certain hospitals in New York already. So they're cutting services like crazy because they're firing people over the vaccine mandate. And uh, this is a very interesting story from ABC 15. Watch this. It's louder than his car stereo, and it's the sound Robert Edmonds can't get out of his head. Yes. Can I sound? Yes. It's a constant high-pitched ring. This federal government employee came to Phoenix seeking a specialist, hoping for belief and relief for tinnitus that he says developed after receiving his COVID-19 vaccine. In Seattle, George Hu is kind of a COVID hero, helping create COVIDWA.com, a vaccine finder site for his entire state. George got his shot in February. The very next morning, I noticed I started having what felt like congestion in my ear. And then it got worse by the second day and the third day, I literally couldn't hear anything out of it. A doctor prescribed steroids and George's hearing returned along with a ringing sound that persists to this day. What you're gonna get from me is the radical, transparent, blunt truth. Mayo Clinic doctor Greg Poland tries to dispel myths about the COVID vaccine. <laughs> so that guy is a dispels myths about the COVID vaccine. Guess, <laughs> guess what happened? But he's not willing to discount a connection between the vaccine and tinnitus. Why? He got it too. I can't oh tell my. with absolute confidence that it was a result of the vaccine. I can only say that it happened an hour, hour and a half after getting the vaccine. The ABC 15 investigators heard from people all over the country who said they reported sudden or worsening tinnitus to the CDC's Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, theirs. In all, more than 10,000 Americans, including 217 Arizonans, reported. That's one out of every 21,000 people who got the COVID-19 vaccine. Yeah. It probably represents an, what's called an off-target inflammatory condition. Dr. Elizabeth Connick agrees. She's chief of infectious diseases. <laughs> Everybody agrees. Well, they're not making it up, and it's very important not to have them feel marginalized. The European Union's equivalent to the FDA, called the European Medicines Agency, looked at data from both clinical trials and the initial vaccine rollout. And they're now recommending the Johnson & Johnson Janssen COVID-19 vaccine add tinnitus to its list of possible side effects. Here in the U.S., the FDA and CDC have also been looking at the data, and they've actually associated the vaccine with several rare but serious potential adverse health effects, mm. except tinnitus. They say there's no causal relationship between this condition and the vaccine. Oh, Diving deeper, right. lots of things can cause tinnitus, including head injury, sinus congestion, stress, anxiety, autoimmune diseases, and high blood pressure. Plus, ear ringing conditions are so common. The CDC estimates nearly 15% of the general public, over 50 million Americans, experience some form of tinnitus. Some people spontaneously um, have hearing changes or have tinnitus or increase their tinnitus for a reason that we cannot explain. 
Dr. Susan Schmidt says you'd have to rule out everything else in order to link a patient's tinnitus to the vaccine. The post-vaccine tinnitus sufferers we spoke with sought medical care, but they said providers were reluctant to believe them and unsure about the best treatments. Online support groups also hit roadblocks. George says Facebook shut down his group. This is something that some people think is misinformation, but it is the truth. It's, it is actually happening. Some medical providers urge the FDA, CDC, and researchers to be open-minded and fully investigate these vaccine recipients. Yeah, let's fully investigate there are side effects we need to educate the public about them. We need to know about The ones that are still alive? So we can give people the right advice. Now, six months after his latest COVID shot, Robert's tinnitus has quieted significantly. Knowing what you know now, would you have gotten the vaccine? Yes, I would. The vaccine. I just wish my doctor. Yeah, keep wishing. How to treat it, and I wish I knew to go and see a, a, a doctor sooner. Yeah, really. See a doctor the sooner. Investigators also okay. contacted the vaccine manufacturers, Moderna, Pfizer, and Johnson and Johnson. All three urge people to report adverse events that could potentially be associated with the vaccine. Pfizer added that there's no evidence that tinnitus is associated with its vaccine. And Johnson and Johnson also said this that it strongly supports raising awareness of signs and symptoms of these rare events so they can be identified and treated. It's also working closely with the FDA to assess potential updates to its fact sheet, Katie. So let me bring in Max Blumenthal. Um, so again, in the, the reason why this is super important right now at this moment is because vaccine mandates, you're being mandated to take that. You're being mandated to take that, even though in the previous segment we showed that the new paper came out now that says that uh, they're not doing the injections correctly. Uh, they're being mandated. They're going to fire 72,000 healthcare workers this week in New York City. And so... Scorched earth. Uh, so let me bring in Max. Max, it's, 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 it seems like uh, this can only... This, 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 is not the, this is not about health. Go ahead, Max. Well, my, you know, just personally, my issue with the mandates and the passports is based on civil liberties and respecting... And, and, and well, protecting right. workers, respecting uh, people, right? It isn't. It doesn't stem exclusively or primarily from a, uh, the fear of adverse effects of the vaccine. But for those workers, that's for for many of them. That is where it comes from. And whether it's rational or not, their bodily autonomy can't just be thrown away, along with their rights as workers, along with their constitutional rights. And so we're throwing it all away. Here. Throwing it all away. Um, and we've seen very politicized decisions being made that skirt medical recommendations from top officials Fuck that off. take into account these adverse effects. Fuck so off. forget about what I think right now and consider what... Um, if you wear glasses or contact asshole drivers, man. Psychos. What Chris Whitty, who is the chief medical officer in England, said about the risk of myocarditis in 12 to 15 year olds, which is that it, they're six times more likely to develop it from the vaccine than from getting COVID, um, than from being hospitalized with COVID. 
So they have. Uh, a, they sorry, have sorry, that's not Chris Witty. It's a major study. Um, it is a major study in the UK, and it tracks with it, it, that 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 contradicts uh, what the UK government has advised, and it contradicts the Joint Committee on Vaccination and Immunization in the UK, which found, based on its own uh, medical advice, I mean, this is a panel of medical experts that found that the margin of benefit for jabbing 12 to 15-year-olds was too small, uh, and there was a, a, slight, a low risk of children from the virus, and there, were, there was, you know, new data on the risk of myocarditis, particularly in young boys, to consider. So they issued these findings, and the UK government just said, screw it, we're ignoring everything you're saying, That's right. and we're just going to go ahead and push these on young people. And, you know, you have the LAUSD, the LA Public School District, doing the same. Um, the margin of benefit is too small, but they're going to just do it anyway. So what's guiding their agenda, and why aren't we considering these risks. I've spoken to parents in the LA school district. Um, I've spoken to parents in the UK who have children of that age. I spoke to one parent who had a son who has a son who's 13, who's a distance runner. And he said, I don't want to take this risk with my son when he's perfectly healthy and has no, practically no risk from COVID. Doesn't matter. Why must I do this? My life has been thrown into crisis. I don't know if I can send him to school. And it means, you know, his life has been completely disrupted. So right. people should show some, at least some empathy for these parents and consider the recommendations and statements of high-level public health officials no, that contradict the no politicized empathy. agenda no empathy being at all. advanced by elected politicians. No empathy at all. Well said. Okay. Just um, do it. Just do it. Yes, my, my uh, uh, vaccine mandates, I'm with Dr. Fauci from last year. I'm with Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden. Last year there was an election. I mean, last year Biden had to win. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, if Biden had revealed his full agenda last year, I, I don't. I don't think he'd be in the White House. Right. Well, um, but then you know they proceed to freak everyone out so, so much. I mean, you, you you can really feel that the fear porn has ratcheted oh, up to unprecedented amazing. levels under Biden. That people are more divided under Biden. Many people voted for Biden just to get out of that, uh, the Trump era atmosphere of feeling like every day was a new catastrophe and that Russia was, you know, hacking into our REM sleep. And, uh, you yeah. know, there was an oh insurrection every, you know, the QAnon insiders were going to attack America. You know, every day there was a new media crisis and a lot of people thought we could just return to normal. Mm -hmm. And under Biden, you're right. It's gotten it worse. Feels like it's only intensified. Well, did you see what happened to Russell Brand? I'm going to cover this tomorrow. So, Merrick Garland and the current Biden Justice Department has indicted Hillary Clinton's lawyer for lying and, and planting false conspiracies with the FBI stories about Russia. Nothing to see there. And the, and the election. They were planting false stories and lying to the FBI that he said he didn't work with Hillary Clinton or anybody because he's always lying, lying, lying. And so now he's been indicted for that. And Russell Brand covered it. And every, he was trending last night on Twitter. Everyone's shitting on him like he's a Trumper. Russell Brand, who couldn't be farther from a Trumper. 
yeah, yeah. That, I mean, he and, was a key figure in Occupy. Yeah, and sort and of now, one of the right. main celebrity influencers. And so now he's canceled. He's persona non grata. He's he's Alex Jones now, Russell Brand, because he covered a story that the rest of the media isn't covering. Just like just like when I tweeted out that study from the CDs from the and NIH about ivermectin. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's 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 a certain sector of the like I, I don't even know, want to call it left, but it's sort of liberal or progressive media. That's it's a certain sector of it that attacked you that I don't think is really reflective of anything. Um, I think the, it's I, attacking Russell Brand. It's a lot of those like you know Sally Albright bot farm kind of accounts. Uh, they're really threatened by any public figure speaking up about that or Hunter Biden's laptop. Uh, the Hunter Biden story was deliberately buried. People were censored. Journalists were censored for trying to write about it. Glenn Greenwald couldn't write about it at The Intercept. And we were told that that story was Russian disinformation by like 100 former spooks, 100 former U.S. intelligence officers issued a letter claiming without any evidence at all it was Russian disinformation. And now we have accounts from, I think, a Politico journalist yes. that it was it was real. Um, obviously, it's real. I mean, you know, Hunter Biden sat on a lot of boards. You know, he was on the Burisma board, which was a huge scandal. He was getting like $80,000 a month from some Ukrainian oligarch because of his dad's influence over Ukraine That's right. to sit on the board of this natural gas company. He was also on the board of Amtrak. I don't know what expertise Hunter Biden has in choo-choo trains, but, you know, his dad always – he was Amtrak Joe. But the thing is you never see any photos or pictures of Hunter Biden at any of these board meetings. The only pictures you see of him are like with a sex worker and he always has his clothes off and like parts of him are blurred and he's smoking crack. Like I can't find any pictures of Hunter Biden with his clothes on. And yet I'm told that this is all Russian disinformation. That's <laughs> all it is. We're doing a live Jimmy Dore. Nothing to see here. That more as the uh, as the genocide of the people of the world continues under the guise of a deadly pandemic that was injected into people. All right. <laughs>